List off. Welcome to the podcast where your hosts, Brian and Ryan, make awesome lists about our favorite video games. This week, we will launch into our top 10 PS4 games. Do you want to start with honorable mentions? Yeah, yeah, sure. So we've got our top 10 PS4 games here um, at the end of a generation. So this is a pretty apt time to do this, I would say. I feel like there are a few coming that may make the list, but that might be, (laughs) you know, putting the cart before the horse. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Ghost of Tsushima could be great. We we are recording before that, so, yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so my honorable mention, and this might upset you, um, but... (laughs) It's it's got to be Spider Man for me, because no. I did not put too much time into that one yet, and and I definitely will, but honestly, put like an hour so far, so that, I can fair. I can I can see the 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 game there, but yeah, I just it's not enough for me to to go all the that, way. Yet. That's completely so, fair. You should yeah. you should give it a shot. It's a great game. I'm sure. not gonna get too much away, but uh, yeah. Um, but that's actually a recurring theme on my list is that. And I don't know if you feel the same way, but open world games can be a little tedious sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, you you have two choices when you do it. It's either mainline the story or kind of do side quests and do the mainline at some point. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of mainlining nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. So, me too. Exactly. So uh, my number, uh, my runner-up, my number eleven is uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Actually, okay. I know we just talked about this the other day. Uh, but it may be because I just finished it, so mm-hmm. it might just be very fresh in my mind, but it's the first walking simulator that I've ever played. Okay. Um, so you really just, you do nothing. You just interact and the story plays out around you. Sure. Uh, but it is, it shouldn't have taken me this long to get around to playing the game because it does come <laughs> highly recommended. Uh, it's, it's a very beautiful game, uh, melancholy, poetic, the very like great writing, um, surreal at times. Like the story yeah. unfolding around you is, is very much rooted in reality, but there is a lot of, uh, myth involved in it with this family. Okay. So does it kind of reveal itself over time, and it's a mystery? Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I would say it's more or less unfolding the story of this family tree. Okay. Uh, and and you do get to learn more and more as the story goes on, like any video game, right? Or any right, real right. piece of media, you get to learn more as the story goes on. But uh, sure, it does did have. You ex- ever, did you ever play uh, uh, Gone Home? I have not. Yeah, me neither, but it it sounds like kind of similar to that experience. Right, and I have heard people say that Gone Home is better, so maybe Edith Finch will be nothing but a memory if I did play Gone Home, but but for now, it it stuck with me. It was a very, very good game. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, So yeah, let's, uh, I think jumping back and forth is probably a good way to do this. Um, Sure, yeah. So... Uh, I'll just run through my whole list right now. (laughs) Starting with number one. Let's get it over with. (laughs) Starting with number one, yeah. So my number 10, uh, a game that I, again, I didn't beat, but I played a significant portion of, loved it, uh, is Bloodborne. I don't know if you've touched that at all, but... I have. (laughs) You have, okay. Yeah. So uh, this was, I had never played a a Souls game at all. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of my first foray into it. I never was interested ever in in dark souls games uh the challenge kind of was definitely off-putting to me 
but I heard this one was a, a little easier to, to jump into and definitely liked the aesthetic. So that's kind of what got me into it. What, what's been your experience with it? Uh, very limited. Okay. <laughs> um, I do have experience uh, with Dark Souls prior to playing Bloodborne. Okay. And I'm not uh, a fanboy to either one. Right. But um, I fell in love with Dark Souls when I first played it. Uh, and I think that may the con- there was enough changes to the combat where Bloodborne just didn't feel the same to me. Sure. And and for many people that was a positive thing, but for me, because I had enjoyed Dark Souls so much, it kind of you know didn't didn't like grab me in the same way that Dark Souls did. Yeah, and and I think that's the thing is that the combat was one of the draws, but for me, the atmosphere was really what sold it. It's just this very gothic, like, London, scary, like, what's happening around every corner and just right. things are, like, really wet. and <laughs> Right. Yeah, that is that is a Soulsborne game. Everything exactly, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that kind of all ties in, into what, what they already do. But I just everything about it was just dripping with style for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's actually funny you mentioned that. I think for me the, the medieval kind of approach appeals more to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Victorian England, I'm like, eh, whatever. Sure. You know? <laughs> no, it doesn't really draw me in like in the same way. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, my number 10 is Control. Oh, man. Have you I played Control? See, this is one I have not played. Yeah. But, you know, I told you I'm, I'm going to build a computer. Mm-hmm. I want to experience that game with ray tracing, yeah. all the like particle effects that can possibly be had oh so i get it yeah that's no, what it's, i've been waiting for it's actually one of the things i have in my notes here is the particle effects are oh, amazing um, sure, and that's sure. on a ps4 i mean apparently they're gonna uh, upscale it to the ps5 as well oh. so you'll have all that ray tracing and particle effects uh, okay. magnified in that but uh the story itself is very cool very off-putting yeah um, I, i've like, heard it compared to like just like a, another kind of mystery where it's just unfolding. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people would talk about it, I'm, I think of like Fringe and, and just kind of off-the-wall TV. Yeah, yeah. I could see Fringe, the Fringe X-Files. comparisons. I, I figured it, it was kind of like Twin Peaks meets the X-Files. Twin Peaks okay. in the way that like you always feel like you're this close to understanding what is going on around you, but then it all goes off the deep end and you're, you feel lost again. Like it's sure. very disorienting in that way, but it's also at the same time, not only disorienting, it's also like living out some of your best power fantasies <laughs> because you do have this incredible gun that like morphs into different forms and, you know, it can act like a shotgun or a handgun or a sniper rifle. And you also get these powers as you go along that just, it's always fun to, you know, you use the force, right? And whip right. objects around and people and and especially with the effects, the particle effects and the explosions that this game has, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, one I'm certainly looking forward to, probably one of the first games I want to play. If on you have computer. PS Now, it's free. Oh, really? It's included on PS Now. Oh, yeah. wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So my number nine is Resident Evil 2. Oh, all right. So <laughs> that's had to appear on my list. Uh, I, we talked about not having exclusives, and yeah, that, that one just shown on, on PS4 for me. And mm-hmm. yeah, I had played the original on N64 and loved the hell out of it. Oh, on the 64? That's actually a rare 64. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, I, I mean, did you play it on what? 
PlayStation? PS2. Yeah, PS2. Oh, PS2. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. sure. Which, like, um, I think the Nintendo 64, if you had the cartridge, it's pretty rare. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I still have it, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll hang on to it for sure. Yeah. But that that game, uh, you know, I, I knew what I was getting into uh, with just that story, mm-hmm. and to to make that jump from 64-bit graphics to now was unbelievable. Um, and just the whole, I mean, it's a, it's a Resident Evil 4 control scheme and, and completely different from what the except, tank controls of the past. Except better, because you can except actually better. walk and shoot at the exactly. same time. Like, yeah, yeah. Which, damn, which, damn even, Resident Evil 4. <laughs> even with that, you know, extra control, it's still, the, the game makes it. So, yeah, that'll help you a little bit, but you're still having to play really well and, mm-hmm. and manage these zombies in a way that, yeah, it was. It, it, they still had the difficulty there. Oh, absolutely! So, yeah, it was yeah, a great game. That, yeah, yeah. I, I, again, beat it as Leon. Didn't play through as Claire, but it's it's another one I got to go back to at some point. Oh, <laughs> you should play it and play it and play it. Yep. Both scenarios <laughs> and yeah. My number nine. Praise the sun! It's Dark Souls remastered. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I didn't want to give anything away when you were talking yeah, about Bloodborne, exactly. but uh, it, as I said, when you were talking about Bloodborne, it just didn't catch me the way this game did. Sure. Uh, and I felt like From Software does such amazing work that I had to include one of their games on this list. Yeah. Um, for all the reasons you said, the environments. I mean, you feel like sometimes you're. It's very macabre, but you feel like you're walking through this piece of art at times. Sure. Um, and, and to me, Dark Souls really epitomize that. Like some of those environments that you, you get to when you first get into Anor Londo or, you know, the new Londo ruins, like some of these areas are just so well thought out. And, uh, yeah, I thought the experience of playing it, I, I remember the first time I played, everybody says, you know, oh, these, these games are really hard and, and just go in knowing that. And I, I played through, Probably, if you're a good player, the first hour and a half of the game, but it took me <laughs> about three and a half hours. And this is how I knew I was playing a good game. I actually restarted it because at that point you start figuring out the rhythm and the different enemies. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to play that again, but sure. do better this time and manage my resources better. And I ended up doing that about two or three times <laughs> uh, of varying lengths through but just restarting the game and trying again and trying again and uh I mean, that's the whole thing about those games is you're not necessarily getting upgrades that make you more powerful and easier to defeat people. It's you gain the knowledge to mm-hmm. then just play better yourself. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, my experience with Bloodborne, too, I didn't get too far into it, but Dark Souls had these side characters, like Solaire of Astora, right, and mm-hmm. the Onion Knight, and, like, these people that they just were they were great characters side characters some of my favorite in video games and every time you ran into them in this like dark horrible brutal world it was like a ray of light shined through and you were so happy to see these people and yes like for a few of them their stories end up very tragically oh, but no. but as you're playing and you don't know that yet it was it was very very cool yeah, Very see, I, I can't even name a Bloodborne character, so maybe that is a testament to Dark Souls lore a little more. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a better game, but it's a better game. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> well, see, I, I don't have a leg to stand on because I have not played both, so. 
maybe I'll uh, pick that up on Switch. I don't know if that's a, a proper way to play Dark Souls, but uh, oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it plays well. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Could take it with you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to like play it in a abandoned mansion oh. where it's raining. <laughs> oh man, seems like the only way to play. Yeah, of course, <laughs> set the atmosphere. <laughs> so number eight for me is Doom. And this is Doom 2016, so not mm-hmm. the newest one, not old Doom, but just straight on Doom. And this one was weird for me because I bought it, played a little bit of it, did not really like it, and then revisited like three years later and fell in love. So I don't know what happened, why why I suddenly was able to kind of jump into it, but it really grabbed me that second time. and just the frantic pace of it. It is the fastest video game that I've ever played. And you, I don't know if you have too much experience with it, none. but I mean, <laughs> I mean the, old, the old Doom games. Sure, played, sure. Yeah, yeah. And and old Doom is fun, but it's shoot the demons, move on, Very and that's much. that. Yeah, yeah. This is shoot the demons, run out of ammo, chainsaw a guy, get ammo from that. There's a loop that happens mm-hmm. where every weapon type does a different thing. So, you shoot your enemies to kill them, but then if you need more ammo, you got to chainsaw them, and they just give you lots and lots of ammo at that point. But you run out of gas for your chainsaw, so you have to find some more. And if you like run out of ammo and run out of health, then you kind of have to melee your way out of it. But meleeing gives you health back, so it's this whole like cool. like tr- fire triangle of of stuff that you have to manage. Uh, the second game does it even more. They add like two more layers onto that, which I think that's kind of what keeps that one from being so do a you, level of greatness. Do, do you find power-ups at all, or do you just get them by defeating your enemies in certain ways, defeating the, the demons in certain ways? So, I mean, there'll, there'll be things like health pickups just mm-hmm. around, but it's never enough. The right. game constantly has you in a state of, I have 10 health, and I'm about to die. I have to, like, run in here and be aggressive and like get in there with my bare hands and then I can like breathe for a second to then like figure out this next problem. So you're just, you're faced with arenas of enemies and you need to prioritize, okay, this guy needs to be dealt with this way so I can deal with this guy in another way. It's, it's, it's a very, yeah. Like I said, fire triangle, just like prioritizing the the whole situation at the forefront. It is. It's another one. Not not to give too much PS Now uh, exposure <laughs> here, but it's another one that's on PS Now. So I may sure. have to play it. Yeah, I may have yeah. to play it. Leaving Xbox Game Pass soon. So oh, really? th- there must be some deals uh, jumping around there. <laughs> right. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, so my number eight, and you might be surprised that it's this low on my list, uh, is The Last of Us Remastered. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I couldn't leave the game off the list. I'm not sure if you did, but I just <laughs> it had to be on there. Uh, sure. How to, I mean, how to put this? It is one of my favorite games of all time. Right. Um, also number eight on this list because the generational gap I feel like is apparent. Uh, I recently went back to playing this game um, because the second one coming out. Right. Um, and it was like, man, some of those textures. You know, even the clothes on the people you're playing. And I know this is nitpicking for such an amazing game because uh, it did so much to advance video games as an art form. But when you stack it up to these, like, current-gen current, current gen games, I just feel like it doesn't have the same impact that it did uh, 
when it was new, when it first yeah. came out. You know, I, I kind of feel the same way. So obviously I replayed it on PS4 in preparation. And yeah, you, you see some of the, the animations and, and the seams showing uh, since that was, you know, I, I experienced that game first on PS3. So it was a marvel then. Right. And, oh, yeah, yeah. End of that generation, like, really pushed it to the limits, too. Exactly. That You know, it blew my mind there. And I noticed as I was playing through it that the beginning looked rougher than when you're with these characters for, for ten, 10 more hours. Mm-hmm. You start to get a, a better feel for them. And, you know, I don't want to go too much into, like, ah, this is last gen, but the game, the game does so much for for video games in general. That, oh, for sure. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, I mean, like, yeah, I could I could talk about this game for forever, right? right. Um, <laughs> I, I think a big part of, of some of the games on my list are those memorable gaming moments, and there may not be one more memorable than what happens at the end of this game. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's, that's the thing is it's a time and place. And mm. time and place for Last of Us was was pretty important. And I think it's very important going into uh, The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have a kid, you have a kid. Yeah. And yeah. replaying that is, is different now. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I especially mean, that beginning, you know, it's yeah. it's, well, it's completely different. And the end. And the end. <laughs> and the end, I mean, and the end, for sure. And, and the remake, it, I mean, the remaster also has uh, Left Behind, which right. is an amazing DLC. I mean, I think it's incredible for, for what it did for the character of Ellie. Um. It, it made that character so much more endearing for me uh, than sure. she was in even even she was already so endearing in the original game, but Left Behind really just turned it up to eleven. <laughs> right, right, um, absolutely. And yeah, Joel made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you saying as as a father or as a, a game player? <laughs> uh, but he shouldn't have lied to Ellie. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. <laughs> <No>. Right. right. <laughs> I'm kidding. So my number seven is Apex Legends. And that game, obviously available everywhere, but I experienced it the most on PS4. It's the best Battle Royale game out there, bar none for me. Fight me, bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So obviously, you know, Fortnite's out there didn't really take for me. I can't do the building. I don't have the dexterity to, to manage shooting and, and building. I, I don't know if I'm just too old at this point, but it just doesn't make sense. But Apex Legends, first person, get me in there. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, but that game uh, just, it does so many things that I think a, a lot of other battle royales are picking up now where they make it so you don't have to really play with people you know. It has the ping system where you can just, like, point at something and your character will contextualize, hey, look over there, there's ammo. Hey, look over there, there's a gun. And cool. you can kind of, like, play it with random people and still have a really great time. Mm-hmm. Um, they are doing the thing where they don't really talk about the story, but right. just to introduce new characters, you get little tidbits of that story. And we're kind of fleshing it out as we go along. And I think that's that's a, a newer kind of storytelling mechanic that a lot of these kind of free-to-play games are doing now. Um, but I really like it. It, it kind of, like, trickles the story in over time. That's interesting. I've uh, My Battle Royale experiences are limited. 
Okay. Um, I played Tetris 99. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which may be my favorite battle royale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that one's certainly good. I played I played uh, Fortnite too for a little while. I got I was like really into it for a month or two, and I mm-hmm. actually won some. Um, but I couldn't build. I was always using other people's structures and just hiding behind things. So and, you kind of just like disregarded that portion of the game. Yeah, the because building. it, it yeah. may it may be because we are both older. And, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I did try Apex Legends, and um, mm-hmm. I I jumped in and uh, I tried the tutorial, and I was like, for some reason, the control scheme just I couldn't get it. And, so uh, did you play Titanfall? Titanfall two? No, no. Uh, okay. I haven't played okay. Yeah. So they will not so, be I mean, on my list. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, th- see, I, I jumped in from having played both of those games and, and really mm-hmm. enjoying them. Um, and that, whatever, you know how there's different engines for first person. Right. Whatever right. engine they're using for that is just buttery smooth for me. It, it just feels exactly yeah. right. Yeah, like so. the right amount of sensitivity and everything. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, understand. So, I understand. We will. You and I should jump into a, a game at some point, and I'll I'll, I'll teach you how uh, it, it, how good that game is. Prepare to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I've only won maybe two or three um, out of let's say fifty, but yeah, uh, yeah I think but, I mean, we have a chance. <laughs> I'm prepared to have, for me to not kill anyone. <laughs> just okay. saying. I'm okay. not really the best first person shooter uh, We're player good. either. We'll have our, our third person carry us to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So uh my number seven is Horizon Zero Dawn. Good choice. At yeah. seven though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I expected yeah. like more of I mean, you're okay with this, so this is good. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. So uh yeah, I um I think so I really enjoyed this game. Uh, I thought the color palette was probably the best thing about it. A lot of like sure. oranges and blues and, you know, very, very cool. Um, I think I probably would have liked this game more if I played it at, uh, before I played Breath of the Wild. I see. Um, so I lo- the, week, I lo- the week before that Breath of the Wild came out was the only viable time. Right. To and experience I, I, didn't have my P- <laughs> I didn't have my PS4 then. Sure, sure. Um, so... I, I found that I know this is such a horrible way to knock such a wonderful game, um, but I found that all I wanted to do was climb the mountains and oh, then no. and then like glide down uh, to the valleys, you know, because sure. Breath of the Wild has that sort of freedom and uh, right. And I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to implement some of those systems in the sequel to Horizon Zero. Oh, Dawn. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, I I just would assume a lot of open world games are going to try to implement mechanics like that because it it did allow so much more freedom than like oh great here's a mountain i have to walk around now right um but uh yeah i like i mean and not i know breath of the wild is a game it gets compared to a lot um it's definitely not a one-to-one but the the similarities are there right yeah and and just proximity i think has a lot to do with that Mm -hmm. i also but i feel like this game was a really really cool idea uh, to have it be like very primitive as far as what your weapons are and what you can do, but also very futuristic. It was an interesting mix. Yeah, um, post and, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, and the story <laughs> that develops as you play through, uh, definitely rewarding. Uh, you, you, you know, questions get answered. I don't want to spoil too much. So um, yeah, uh, to that point, uh, mm-hmm. are we being careful of spoilers of any one of these games? I mean, I I gave away the Last of Us ending. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, you know. I, I think it's fair game. You know, yeah. for for where we're at, this is the end of the generation. So if you didn't yeah. play it, then uh, who cares? I mean, a few years, right? If it's been out sure. for a few, like I'm not going to spoil Horizon Zero Dawn. It's also not what I would consider a new game. 
Um, right. But I will say, if you haven't played it yet, play it. It's yes. definitely worth it. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really liked with that idea of like the post-post-apocalyptic world, um, the fact that, you know, in a lot of games you do these like dungeon crawls or you go into a cave. And in this, all the caves were like really bright and futuristic. And sure. I like I like that <laughs> little like ju- juxtaposition, and you know, compared to other games. Um, yeah. I thought that was really cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, I will say those sequences, I forget what they're called. It's been mm-hmm. a while. Um, but whatever those temples that you go into. Right. Those were kind of my least favorite part of the game. Um yeah. They they felt kind of like narrow, restrictive. Um I mean they were kind of battle arenas where you're just kinda of clearing out the enemies and, and moving on, but mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I, I get what you mean about the, the colorful nature of them for sure though. Well, it, it also goes back to that like tedium I brought up earlier with open world games. Um probably is a reason it's this far down on my list because I did focus on the story. I did a few of those, uh, you know, I think you clear out the corruption and all these other side quests and it, it is that okay, cool, I'm going to go into this area, kill a lot of the enemies, and I'll be rewarded with something. And sure. um, well, the first few ones I did, I didn't feel like the reward justified the time that went into to, to doing it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I focused mainly on the on the story. And this is why open world can feel tedious to me because it's like, oh, okay, for the next story beat, I have to go here. And then you spend 45 minutes just trying to get there and you're getting attacked by all these other things in your way. (laughs) I mean, yeah. So beautiful game. I don't want to end on a dour note like that. It's a, did you play uh, the frozen wilds expansion of it? I've not yet gotten into that. Um, So I don't know if I will. Yeah. They, they drop you in. You need Mm -hmm. to remember how to play that game because mm-hmm. they do not tutorialize anything. Uh, so be prepared for that. Well, one thing, too, about Horizon Zero Dawn, the, I, I know I've mentioned this to you, the last real, like, big mechanical boss that you fight in the game. Can I can I say this? Is, yeah, is I, would, I would say so. Okay. I, 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 yeah, we're three years away. So, um, yeah, uh, there was, you know, I mentioned Dark Souls, and at no point does that game feel cheap. Uh, you're given the skills to beat every enemy. You just have to utilize them correctly. Um, but I felt like that last boss, I just had to get to the, like the one time I managed to avoid enough shots to beat it. Sure. Uh, I w- every time I was doing the same exact thing, you know, doing the dodge roll and doing everything I should have been doing, but just sometimes I got lucky enough, you know, that one time I got lucky enough to actually beat it. And it never felt like there was a rhythm or a timing or, you know, those things that like really good combat nails down. Uh You know, like it's that feeling of I failed, but like I made the mistake. Right. And, and I, I did not get that from the combat in this game. Okay. So you're saying it it kind of, yeah. Like you're not saying it was cheap, but it was like, I don't know what I could have done better in that situation. Exactly. Okay. All right. So my number six is Ratchet and Clank, which is a just a Pixar video game. It, that's the best way to describe it. Uh, I had played the original uh, on PS2. Uh, I played my first Ratchet and Clank was PSP, so I was I was in it for the long haul. Yeah. Uh, but the the remake that they did uh, is one of the most beautiful, colorful games uh, ever on mm-hmm. on. The system uh and yeah the, the new the new one for ps5 looks really good yeah it does and it does look really good 
yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the thing that this game does really well, um, aside from being really colorful, really bright and everything, is it's really fun. The the mechanics to it are are just really tight. Um, I would call it a shooter. Uh, it's all about you know different wacky guns. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the best guns in the game is the I think it's like the Discotron. You just fire it out a disco ball, everyone starts dancing, and <laughs> you can deal with them that way. Uh, but that, that's the kind of mentality of the game. It's just like wacky, fun, um, and yeah, really well voice acted. Uh, you know, these characters are real, even though they're good. Yeah. made up lombats right. and right. robot right. and whatever. Uh, but yeah, the, the game uh, is very funny too. Um, you know, not a lot of games, uh, do humor really well, but, but I right. think this one does a lot of cool things like that. People are people are going to listen to this and think I have not played PS4 games because <laughs> uh, that's another one I haven't played. But yeah, I was a, I, mean, I was a late adopter. I feel like that's part of the reason why I missed out on experiences like like Ratchet and Clank. Sure. When, when did you get it again? PS4. Well, that, uh, you might find out later in this list. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. But, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it it does tie into one of the games. Got uh, it. Later in this list. But, okay. Uh, Fair enough. I was a launch day uh, for hey now money uh, bags. I know, I know. It was it was the first uh, one that I actually pre-ordered and uh, bought wow. on my own. So that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very it, cool. It was it, it paid off. It was the yeah. right PlayStation to do it with. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know came from 360 and was like ah, I don't know which one to get, but then mm-hmm. just uh, hundred dollars less than the uh, Xbox was kind of what sealed the deal for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's funny. I thought there'd be a lot of uh, similarities between our lists, but so far uh, we, we are divergent. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. about it. So we're on number six. Yes. All right, my number six is Uncharted Four. Okay. Oh wow! I, see, I, I so, expected more of a reaction. Well, well I mean, <laughs> you know. We're we're going to get to my list uh, okay. in, in, well, in different positions, but yeah, you know, I, I I I you may be saying why so low, but I and to me it's, I, I it's am not. absolutely saying why so low, <laughs> yeah, but it's not low. <laughs> it's it's literally my sixth favorite game on this console. Okay. So to All me, right. like anything that breaks this top ten is extraordinary. Yes, right? it goes without saying. All these games are are fantastic mm-hmm. by by any means. It's not for starters. It's not my favorite Uncharted game. Um, okay. I don't feel like I enjoyed some of the characters in this game as much as I enjoyed them in other ones or some of the newer characters that came up in this game. Sure. It just didn't feel like they hit me in the same way that ones in prior games had. Uh, it is a beautiful game. The action's great. Uh, the story kind of became this, oh, we got to go here and get this thing. And, and I know this is a typical thing in Uncharted games. and. <laughs> It's almost not fair for me to say this as a negative, but it, you know, by the fourth time you're going somewhere else for some like MacGuffin, basically, it's like, can we, can we, move, can we move the story along? Because it's very much this parallel of, oh, and you know, the bad guy's going for the same thing we're going for, and he was just here, or we're here at the same time, and it was like three, four times that happens throughout the sure. game, and uh, yeah. It, Granted, every time it happened, the action around it was incredible, right? right. And that cinematic, huge action set piece, um, I think it was – while this isn't my favorite Uncharted game, this was by far the one that realized that the best. 
for those huge yeah. action moments. It, it um, felt the, the biggest mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, just it, the first one to introduce kind of the, I don't want to say open world, but those kind of really big areas to explore mm-hmm. uh, that no none of the other games had. Yeah, uh, and I, I feel like it was a turning point for Naughty Dog, too. You know, it was the first time they really did something that had those big, wide-open areas. Um, sure. That that game had some of the most incredible sequences of oh, any yeah. Naughty Dog game, any game in general. Yeah. Uh, you know, just thinking about – I think the, my favorite sequence was going to one of these towers, and uh-huh. it starts you in the market – you got to meet yeah. oh, yeah. people, mm-hmm. and then you know whatever happens, I, someone fires a shot, and then then it's on. You're you're in a chase, and you're you're just yeah. driving, and then you're out of the car. And there's like that tank coming after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's oh, a yeah. tank, and then you're driving, and you're running out of road, and you just have jump to off jump. the pier. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's crazy. And oh, it, I know. It's just like seamlessly, you know. And Uncharted Two did this with the the train of just like this. Mm-hmm endless run that we're going on Mm -hmm. and and you're just changing from you know the the market to the water to the the mud and and just it's so seamless the motorcycle and jumping from truck the back of the trucks to the other back yeah yeah and and you know i remember that scene even more because you jump off that motorcycle and you're immediately into a scene where elena finds you and Mm -hmm. finds out that you're doing something you're not supposed to and looking for this treasure and And that, that's why it's actually, so I really enjoyed the dynamic between, uh, Nathan Drake and Elena throughout this series. Sure. And, uh, I think for that reason, there, a lot of the things that Nathan, I want to say Drake, but then you might get it confused which one I'm talking about. Sure. sure. Uh, a lot of the decisions he makes in this game, I'm like, dude, come on. Like, yeah, she deserves better than that, right? Sure, sure. So, uh, I'm sure I'm. I don't know for sure, but I'm presuming this will be somewhere on your list. But ha- have you ever heard of the theory that like uh, Nathan Drake dies, and the last part of the game uh, all plays out as like his uh, afterlife? No, not at all. So you know that he runs into Elaine and she's really mad, right? And then there's that. Um, storm you're climbing on the wet rock and you fall at one point and you wake up like hours and hours later right and the sun shining okay. and then sure. you end up finding like the lost boy we are definitely spoiling this game right <laughs> um spoilers um and then you end up finding like the pirate city and all this and that right. uh so the theory is that when he falls he actually dies and that's why the rest of the game plays out like almost too good to be true, right? The problem is solved and his brother is saved and the bad guy is defeated and Elena takes him back and they have a daughter. Uh And so I don't, you know, I don't think it's true. I don't think it was the intent of Naughty Dog, but I think anytime fans take this stuff and run with it, it's always a lot of fun. Sure. This all falls apart when someone other than Naughty Dog makes another Uncharted game and you play as the daughter. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so up to number five, I think. Yes. So my number five is Uncharted Lost Legacy. Oh, wow. Okay. Have you played this one? Uh, no, I went as far as downloading it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have start. not played it. Yeah, I have <laughs> not played it. So what Uncharted Lost Legacy does really well uh, is it gives you the entire Uncharted experience, but in a condensed 10 to 12-hour game. 
which I know the first one was really short, but that one is of its time at this point. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't ever want to get on those jet skis again. Exactly. <laughs> I think we're done with that forever. Yeah. Uh, but Lost Legacy has all the the bells and whistles of the newest Uncharted, and it does it really concisely. Um, I you, you play as Chloe, um, and she has always been a, a cool character for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I just I think that game does uh, everything right in a really short amount of time. I, pro- exactly. I probably should play it. Like, yeah, the, you should. The idea of a of a twelve hour Uncharted sounds like a perfect Uncharted to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of all the time you need to to kind of get in there and, and get the job done. Did it have the same uh, quality of like action and and uh, cinem- You know, Uncharted as a game are, are very cinematic games. Um, you definitely have those moments where it seamlessly goes from action to cutscene and back and forth. And yeah, I mean, there, there was no issue with that. I think the set pieces were certainly smaller than a lot mm-hmm. of the Uncharted games. I mean, you're not on a sinking Titanic ship ever, mm-hmm. um, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it, it it still has the action um, that we you, you crave with Uncharted. Right, right. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, for sure. Sometime, That's about all there is to say. <laughs> oh, really? It's perfect. Yeah. It must be a short game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, my number five is Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. And this is probably much higher than many people would put it, but uh, I am a huge Star Wars fan. Um, Are you? Yeah, a hundred. Oh my gosh! I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, "How do you not know that? <laughs> You've been to my house." <laughs> That's funny. Now that, okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's no way you would not know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so this, this, I could actually flip my four and five, uh, but I won't give away my four yet. Okay. Um, and I, I, yeah, they're very, they're both very good games, but this game in particular, um. As I mentioned, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I think uh, Star Wars fans are the worst. Um, <laughs> as one, I think I have a right to say this. I've been one my entire life. Fair and enough. We, we are terrible people. Um, and you need you don't have to look any further than the criticisms about the newer movies, right, to know Absolutely. that like we are a fan base divided. But everybody that I know who was a Star Wars fan and played this game agreed that it was like the game we had been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, EA before this made the Battlefront games, which people, you know, Star Wars fans enjoyed. I enjoyed. I, en- I love Battlefront too. I still play it. Um, but it, it really didn't deliver on the first, the single player experience it promised. Right. Um, it was a huge letdown. And, uh, I think everybody had assumed that EA was just going to fumble this license and blow it. And then this game kind of came out of nowhere. There was a trailer, and the game released like just a few months after the trailer. But they had done such a terrible job up to this point that even when people saw the trailer, they were like, I don't know about this. Like yeah. People, were, people yeah. were ready to hate this game. Right. And it <laughs> – and it exceeded everyone's expectations. It's amazing. It's so much fun to play. Um, just all the different planets you get to see. All the characters in it are so rich. And, uh, you know, I don't. I guess uh, if you don't want to hear spoilers, skip ahead 15 seconds. But sure. <laughs> that ending um, is one of the most prevalent gaming memories I may ever have. Nice. Because <laughs> I, I, he, you knew it was coming. You know? Right. And uh, it was just done so, so well. So well. 
Uh, yeah, and I can't wait for the sequel, which apparently is coming. Yeah, yeah. The developers uh, respawn, which does mm-hmm. Apex. So yeah, I know. know. I know. Got, and Dark Souls DNA and in, in that game too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, it makes it all definitely. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was like the Star Wars game I've always wanted to play. Sure. Yeah, and it sounds like we're about to get a Star Wars flying game that we always wanted uh, with the Squadron. Yeah, so yeah, let's we'll yeah, see, again, we'll see. we're we're kind of going through the same yeah. thing of like eh, I don't know they they have I know. messed it up more times than than not. So well, I, yeah. I mean, I think in Battlefront two, the the um, like space battle part mm-hmm. of that game is extraordinary, but it just doesn't it doesn't have the player base. It never really has people online playing. Um, uh, I see. And so I'm, I do think Squadrons has a lot of potential, but I also think like, man, more people should just play Battlefront 2. <laughs> like, we don't need a new game. Just play sure. this game, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway. Time will tell on that one for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. So my number four, and we've talked about it a lot already, but uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So – uh, nothing more uh, than than you already kind of said with it. I th- I think I enjoyed the combat more than than you're saying you did. Um, that game once you got into the flow, and I I, I really do think it had a flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I was implementing everything, you know, all the different types of arrows, all the different types of traps, mm-hmm. uh, running around. It it forced you at a certain point, especially with the DLC that you had to use everything at your disposal or you were just going to lose. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do agree on, on, on those parts. It, it was more like the melee combat um, and that, that final fight that really kind of threw me off. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, it's been a while, but I remember that being kind of frustrating and like, all right, let's just kind of, I, I know what I have to do. Let's, let's kind of get, get on with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, moment to moment, like, taking down a thunder jaw, those, those kind of things were, Oof. were always a lot of fun. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was fun for sure to plan those out when you see one and they don't see you and you could say, Oh, like I could set a trap here and sure. get in the first shot. And you know, yeah. Then you really yeah. have to think on the fly. Yeah. It, it's, it's the game that I was looking forward to for a sequel for PS5 reveal. And they did reveal it. It's not going to be launch. It, launch title maybe a launch window but uh yeah that that is going to be a, a masterpiece I, I can already tell yeah no I'm, I'm really looking forward to the sequel for sure plus it's it's in california so like awesome. yeah yeah there you go yeah <laughs> post post-apocalyptic california sure yeah so uh my number four is spider-man all right. Yeah. So not only am I a huge Star Wars fan, I also happen to be a huge Marvel fan. And uh, oh, the Venn diagram there is uh, yeah, yeah they're yeah. right in there. So I'm basically I'm just another guy, right? Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I mean Spider Man's not my favorite character, uh, but he is endearing, uh, I think, for everyone. Um, sure. And it's so you had mentioned when I got my PS4. Well, it was about the time Spider-Man came out, and it was actually part of the reason I got a PS4. That and my uh, third game, actually. So, not going to get into <laughs> that right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised this is only fourth. Uh, I, I, um, 
me being a Marvel fan and the Spider-Man fan, um, I really wanted to put it higher. Uh, the game is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's one of those things where the open world, I, I love New York city. Like I've been there many times and, sure. um, the, the recreation of it was amazing. Uh, the work that went into this game is incredible, yeah. but, um, it's just that, and, and there is a, I, I do feel like this did what, uh, other open world games like horizon zero dawn try to do, but this did it better as far as making those side quests actually fun. Um, like the black cat side quests and all these other ones. So I tended, I I did do more of them in this game than I had, I do in, in my typical open world games, but, uh, but it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of checklists (laughs) and I like checking things off of lists. So when I podcast, yeah, right. (laughs) right. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so when I, when I felt like I couldn't and I had to get, that's one thing I don't like about open worlds in general. And, uh, when you have to give up, and say like I am not going to complete all fifty of these side quests right. to, to earn something, um, and I'm going to focus on the main story. Now that being said, the main story of this game is incredible. I'm not going to spoil anything, okay? Because <laughs> I, apparently I'm okay with spoiling everything for anyone who listens to us, right? But, but for my co-host, yeah, you're in the clear. <laughs> sure, perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this uh. Yeah, the story in this game is unparalleled, and it, it definitely was very cinematic in that action movie kind of way as well. And uh, yeah, it's a must play on on so PS4. This is this is the the Batman combat, right? Arkham kind of right, right. Yeah. Um, so I, I I need to play this game. This this needs mm-hmm. to be my next game. I think it's not it's not like a one to one. Uh, right. as far as this and Arkham, but it's very much that system. I mean, the, you know, evade and attack, but right. Spider-Man and both Spider-Man and Batman have a bunch of weapons at their disposal. Right. But, uh, it's a, it, the combat was really, really a lot of fun in this game. Sure. Also, Spider-Man is totally killing people in this game. No. He's throwing people off buildings. But if you actually – so here's, <laughs> this is a thing that people say. Oh, no. Um, I think you probably can throw people off buildings, but uh-huh. – I have had him throw like launch people off buildings, and then when you go to the side of the building, they're actually hanging there from a web. Oh, uh, okay. So I see. He he manages to just throw a little, little web out there and say maybe him. only while you're looking. You know, right. <laughs> Spider-Man may be a mass murderer. Right. <laughs> but it's definitely not the game that addresses that, so right. <laughs> you don't have to have the guilt. Sure. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Just a, a quip away from being okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I do think this could have benefited uh, from a different design, like that semi-open world uh, design, like uh, Uncharted had in certain areas, you know, um, just to drive the story forward. Because the story is so good, but you can go hours before getting that next chunk of story because there's all this side stuff to do. And like, I I feel like that almost detracts from the story that they have in the game, which is which is an incredible one. Yeah, I want to mainline it. And probably not do too much side quest, but I, I feel like I'm going to run into the trap of not being able to do that. We'll see. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So my number three. We're going into the top three now. The this top three. It. These are these are the important games uh, uh, that no one can argue with for sure. Uh, so <laughs> my my number three is Uncharted Four. Boom. And no, uh, <laughs> I, it, it was it was hard to. to to kind of reconcile this in Lost Legacy, but I've been with Drake for 
three uh, three other games, you know, before this, and he is he is that fun loving Indiana Jones character that yeah. is just he's got it all, and it's just unbelievable uh, to to play as him. And yeah, uh, I think this game was over long. Um, I think it was like thirty five to forty hours by the time I was done with it. Yeah, it seemed, uh, like, it seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it really was. And, you know, it, it, most of the times I wasn't like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to be done. It was it was fun along the way, but mm-hmm. after looking back, it, it was definitely long. Um, but, you know, getting getting to that epilogue and, and, and going through and just walking as, as the daughter and, and seeing the life, like this game did – those moments better than any of the other Uncharted games. Yeah, it you, know, might... you, you like going in the attic and and just seeing all the mm-hmm. other adventures and certainly oh, yeah. the epilogue uh, were, were it, top it, moments. It might be the best payoff from any series ever. Like yeah. especially if you've played them all, it was like, yeah, incredible to right. get there. And it, and it was uh, you know all right let's put a nice tidy bow on things and, and give people what they want. <laughs> yeah. But you know, some, sometimes we need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say they're not doing any more Uncharted, but as right. you said, it might go to a different developer. I, I really think that's, you don't just like check out of, of Uncharted and not, be done forever. Not <laughs> when it sells that many copies. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like this is the video game industry. Right. It sells millions <laughs> of copies. They'll make more. Exactly. So, uh, Getting into the top three, and my number three is Resident Evil Two. Wow, that is surprising to me. Really? That, that is probably the most surprising thus wow. far. Wow. Okay. Yeah. See, so yeah. I think you know this is something you may not know about me, but I am a huge survival horror fan. It um, was a huge. It was a big part of uh, my video game upbringing, if you will. Okay. And Resident Evil, by far, was my favorite series. Um. Yeah, my the original Resident Evil 2 was my favorite video game for a very very long time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. But uh part of it was that there was just so much there that other video games weren't doing at the time that you could play two unique stories. If you finished Leon's game, you get to know what Claire was doing during that time. Sure. And uh that this is of course going back to the original. The remake did kind of fumble that a little bit because yeah. you can all grab the same items and this and that, but you still got to see different parts of the police precinct and that you didn't see as the other character. And I, I thought, I still thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, and because I was such a huge fan, I feel like this is one of those games where you don't have to have played the original to enjoy this game. It is a phenomenal, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal action survival horror game um, plays wonderfully. But if you did play the original, there's so many nods to it sure. and so many like little wrinkles that they throw in. Um, I did not have anything spoiled for me because uh, this is when I got my PS4, uh, when Resident Evil 2 came out. So I got it really close to when the game came out. And um, yeah, uh, having played the original, I thought Mr. X was going to show up in the B game, the second game. <laughs> right. And he didn't, (laughs) which it it really, it was the change this game needed because, you know, there are a few parts in the police station in the original one where, I mean, for the most part, you could clear out the zombies, right? So they're not a threat. And then you could just go around and gather your items and and what you need to to move on. 
Sure. But um, in this game, you couldn't. You had Mr. X following you right. all the time. Uh, <laughs> and it really added, like, a level of anxiety I didn't think I needed at this point no. in my life. But apparently, I really enjoyed. Sure. And, yeah, I just think uh, from the beginning sequence, this game grabs you. And uh, it has so many homages to the original, but does so many things so much better than any other game in the Resident Evil series has done since before that. It, it really took me by surprise. Uh, yeah. You know, you heard about them, we're going to remake it, and mm-hmm. thinking, okay, well, what does that mean? And then right. seeing that first trailer over the shoulder, okay, we're, we're going with this style. That mm-hmm. that could be really exciting. Yeah. And yeah, it totally delivered. And uh, uh, just a side note, a quick side note, it's not on my top ten list, but uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake does not deserve <laughs> the hate it gets. Okay. Uh, it, sh- it it probably would have been a better move if they released it as a forty dollar game, not a sixty dollar uh, game. Sure. Uh, because it is short, but it's highly replayable, uh, and it's it's a very different game than the Resident Evil Two remake. It's right. much more action oriented, but um, it does not deserve the hate it gets. It's a wonderful time. <laughs> Play through yeah. it if you haven't already. <laughs> All right. So this is, I think, where we're gonna get a little contentious. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. So my number two game, are you ready for this one? I'm ready. What do you think it is? I have no idea. I So, man, um, I would say it is one of, can I say which two games I think it might be? Yeah. Yeah. W- okay. What What are the, what are the two games that remain? I think it's either the last of us part two or God of war. It's The Last of Us Part Two. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is my number two, is The Last of Us Part Two. I won't say what the other... Like, How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously for us, this this just came out. Um, I have I beat it last night, so we're in the clear uh, on, on everything. Uh, Don't spoil this game, though. For... <laughs> not not going to spoil yeah. this one. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, totally. Yeah, if right anyone on. listening, not yeah. spoiling this game at all, that will be in the spoiler cast. Which means we can't say anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. So I, you know, I, I think uh, it, it, it's a fantastic game. It, it kind of does everything that the, the part one did uh, mm-hmm. and better. Uh, it, it's really hard to talk about it without saying the, the things that I love. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the story definitely – It could um, be vague. Yeah, yeah. Did you I enjoy was, the characters? I I did enjoy the characters. Okay. Um, some characters that I didn't think I would enjoy, I really enjoyed. Uh, but uh, yeah, this the story does things and goes places that the first game. It, it feels like the first game kind of tackled a very basic thing at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, and which is incredible. Goes, yeah, yeah. Like this like, goes far beyond that. <laughs> yeah, and the first game was groundbreaking and it was the bar that other games tried to get to. Yeah. So to have this game just blow it away was, yeah. I, I think, incredible. Yeah. And I, I will say I played this as a stealth game. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was, I would say, probably 80% successful on stealth mm-hmm. rather than gunning people down. Right. Uh, and I think that, that was a, a fun way to play it for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's one but, thing I think they definitely uh, improved upon the first game was the stealth. Not that it was bad in the first one, but um, I mean, this 
you could play it as a stealth game, and it's a great stealth game. Right, right. So much more I want to say about it, but <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're at a time where uh, th- there'll be another time for that for sure. Yeah, definitely. We will do a spoiler cast yes. uh, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so my number two. What do you think of this? I think your number two is God of War. What? Yeah. It's God of War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how could it not be? Right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, I would say uh, it's the most cinematic game I've ever played, if not for my number one, <laughs> <laughs> which might be giving something away here. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I think, um, it, you know, it's funny to use this term. I use this term cinematic a lot, but uh I feel like this is the one game that took an idea that's used in cinema, like the one shot, right? right. Uh, the uh, the camera with no breaks. And um, the whole game is that. I mean, there are parts, I think, where it goes, it does fade to black in the game. Uh, yes. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, you, you really feel, and, and, and like, what, what, cooler game would there be to feel the impact of everything than a game where you play as a literal god going up against other gods right and there are all these visual effects too when you i mean i'm not going into spoilers but uh in the first major fight when you know you block a punch there's like a shock wave that you see and you just because the camera is so close and the camera moves incredibly well throughout yeah. this game that you like feel this impact and and this is probably the most visceral game I've ever played in that sense I mean throw the Leviathan axe and tell me how it feels with the right. way the controller vibrates yeah. like everything in this game <laughs> makes you feel like you are Kratos right and uh, I think that even makes it more powerful when you talk about the emotional arcs of the game uh, which I think is was the most surprising thing for me uh, I think you talked me in to play in this game because really? yeah, I'm pretty sure you had because um, you knew I had a PS4 and I had not played it because I'm not a God of War fan. So uh, had you played previous God of Wars? I played God of War two and okay. I was like, you know, it's fun, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's also it doesn't age well. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no, it's 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 hack and slash and yeah, that, yeah. That's a genre that I kind of really dislike and also like kratos is a terrible person in those earlier games he's awful (laughs) yeah completely awful yeah (laughs) so i really had very little interest in this game but uh i couldn't be happier i played it um at the time my son was one uh Mm -hmm. so not quite atreus's age but still (laughs) you know it was i felt myself being very upset with kratos early on in the game right because i am an overbearing father uh (laughs) So to see the way he was acting towards his kid, I was like, sure. man, this guy is going to – he's going to regret this. And then right. you see the arc and it plays out and I'm not going to give too much away. But, you know, um, by the end of it, you you definitely get to see his side of things. And, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting to ever in my life see Kratos as a likable character. But sure. I do. I do because of this game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, a lot of it had to do with his son, and and that relationship was really important to to watch unfold. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, that and, little twist at the end, man. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. game goes places, and, and yeah, we're at a point. And a right post now credits, where, and a post credits. Yeah, sure, stick sure. around for the post credit. I know. <laughs> yeah, definitely has me excited to uh, play a sequel. So mm-hmm. that that'll probably be the uh, the 
the jumping off point for me for a PS5 is whenever they yeah. announce that sequel. I think that'll be like year three, right? I mean, it can't yeah. be sooner than that. Right. Yeah. It, it they, They're going to take their time with it for sure. Uh, there's plenty of other studios that are jumping in to, to fill things out right now. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, yeah, my number one. Uh, no, no surprise there. Yeah, God of War. Uh, <laughs> just uh, it, and that that was a hard one. And I, I think you know, I, I there's been way more time between finishing God of War and finishing uh, Last of Us, <laughs> but God of War. I just remember just drinking in every aspect of it, and I didn't platinum it, but I, I tried to get everything that I could. I yeah. went through all the, the, the things that are kind of after the game that you can do uh, and got really good at the combat and, and fought all the really difficult enemies. And every single time I did that, it just felt the most satisfying combat ever. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that. <laughs> it, it is, it is. I, I think, you know, the, the RPG elements that are in that game really just elevate it to this is not just you know fight all the guys it's right. you know you have to you have to really it, it's that whole doom thing that i that i was talking about is you have to plan you have mm-hmm. to focus on on different priorities at different times i didn't even think about this but like the custom customization that you get with your weapons oh, yeah. like sure. yeah now that you're bringing it up it's like oh yeah and atreus like atreus is badass too yeah. in the and game you, you, you can use him. him yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah and and upgrading him all the way he mm-hmm. he is like an integral part of the arsenal by the end. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, the story definitely, you know, had me going, but I think, I think I'm more of a gameplay as King kind of person mm-hmm. and, and God of War had that in spades. Yeah. For sure. It's hard to argue with that. And the yeah. sound, the sound effects. Oh yeah. Yep. Right. Throwing that ax is, is just I know. I want to go, I'm, I think when we're done, all right, go put, put it on right now and just sure. kill, a, kill a few guys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so my number one, uh-huh. what do you think of this? You Red know Dead what it Redemption is. 2. You know it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Arthur Morgan. No, I'm kidding. Yep. The Last Act of two. Us. It's the last. Yeah, okay. oh. <laughs> it is The Last of Us Part 2. Um, okay. This was an easy decision for me. Uh, it's. I'm glad you mentioned just prior to this that uh, gameplay is king for you because mm-hmm. um, I could see that argument for saying God of War is the better game. Mm-hmm. Um, but with The Last of Us 2, uh, a Part 2, I feel like – they made a game for me. Um, I like <laughs> this is gonna sound so stupid, but I like the rain. <laughs> um, the I like rain? I like the rain. Oh, the rain. rain. Okay, I like rain. Yes, I like rain. Yes. I like rain. things. I like gray skies. Sure. Um, <laughs> I like even in movies. I like movies that are like downer movies, uh-huh. you know, or like at least have a realistic tone. Like, look, good guys. This is not giving any spoilers away. I'm just saying in general, like, yeah. like this whole idea of like, oh, the hero, he he goes through some tough stuff, but he always comes out on top. Like, that is not what happens, dude. Right. Right. <laughs> so, not not to go on too much of a tangent, but ch- Children of Men is like the perfect example of the type I move of like movie I like. Right. Sure. Um, and yeah, I've, I've lived in Seattle for three years of my life. Uh, so getting to like, see some of the places I have seen before, but in this like insanely beautiful post-apocalyptic world, (laughs) I mean, this is the thing, Naughty Dog outdid themselves with this game. And I don't want to like, 
give him too much praise, but this this is the, by far the best PS4 game. The amount of this animation. This is the best looking video game that has ever existed. Yeah, yeah ever. absolutely. I, I agree with that. And I think the amount of animations that they put into the game, I mean, it, it felt genuine. It felt like you were seeing people like doing these things because you never – had these moments that take you out of so many games where it's the same thing, the same animation. Um, and I mean, you can even see that in the first game where yeah, I need to open this drawer. Okay, well, if I'm not close enough, Joel kind of slides into place right. and then opens it up. Yeah. In this game, Ellie will just like reach across if you're too far and, and yeah. whatever angle you're at, there's an animation for it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even even with the the, you know, um, action and like the fighting. If you get shot, sometimes you like, oh, a shoulder goes back, you know, right? Like the impact of it. But sometimes you get knocked on your back, and like right. now, now you got to shoot from your back or get back up, like figure it out, you know. And uh, I, I played it as a stealth game, like you did, but I'd say mm-hmm. it was more like seventy thirty, and that was intentional, sure. Um, because stealth is a time investment, right? Right. And uh, <laughs> I would always get to the point where I was like, okay. You know, there are a few guys left. Now I could pop out from cover and just – I wanted to use the guns you get in this yeah. game because you do get a lot of guns in this game. Right, right. Uh, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> and the game the game wants you to do that. It wants you to – you know, it gives you plenty of places to go hide. It mm-hmm. gives you plenty of places to kind of just engage enemies in whatever way you want. Yeah. And that that was just so exciting. Every every single encounter was, was a new one and – it, it it was always fun to play. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and uh they did a lot of interesting things um that the last the part one had set up, you know, a lot of interesting things with the enemy types too that the last of us part one set up. Uh there sure. are this is not a spoiler because they say it on all the media that there are new <laughs> enemy types in this game. And I think right. that's interesting that like not only is the fungus <laughs> evolving like as well, right? Like you're not going to run yeah. into the same old clicker and every time it's going to be like the same old enemies. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I have, yeah, I just think uh, it, it'd be hard for me to put it that much above God of War because they're very different games. Very different. But um <laughs> The ability of this game to constantly surprise me, I think, speaks volumes too. Uh, Because even as you get, you know, 10 hours into the story, you think you know where it's going. And yeah, throughout the whole entire game, it goes to places you don't expect it to. Yeah. And uh, this game is really good about just kind of making you think something is going to happen and then just kind of pulling the rug out. Yeah. For sure. And and one of my favorite parts of any, game that is post-apocalyptic like horizon zero dawn even you find the audio logs right you find these like remnants and kind of piece together what happened and the last of us part one had it where you can tell i'm I'm referring to it as part one now uh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but uh it had you know the notes that you find and there are all these little ishmael right is the is a big one um that everybody references but i felt like they did ishmael so many times in this game totally every (laughs) time you find a note it was just so rich and you find all these notes that go together and yeah it it was wonderful it was wonderful maybe how much the world feel lived in exactly how much did you look in uh, ellie's notebook 
Oh, quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. She's no. quite the sketch artist. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so for me, I think what I want to do is uh, play that game again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I did it rushed. I did it so I could get the story, not get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next next time, I, I definitely want to take my time, drink it in, and and really get all that milieu that I I think I missed a lot that that kind of you're describing. Yeah, yeah. It's um, worth I certainly it. saw it, but. Um, not as much. It is worth seeking that stuff out for sure. Sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's not a a feel good game just to put that out there. Like, no, no. but, uh, but it, I I loved it and uh, it was right up my alley. Yeah. And I I think, yeah, like, like we kind of hinted at uh, going into a spoiler cast is, is the way to really delve into that game. And yeah, I will say out of our top two, um, God of War is pretty much universally acclaimed from from critics and fans, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't think people, you know, obviously people know to play that game. They don't need right. us to say it, but I will say if you have any anything holding you back from playing The Last of Us Two, and I'm sure Brian probably agrees with me here, um, don't let it hold you back. Like, don't listen to what a lot of people are saying about this game. If even if the story doesn't sound like something you'd be that into. Uh, if you played the first game, this is a must-play. And it for what this does for video games, you're going to see a lot of the things they implemented in in this game in future games made by other, other developers, for sure. Would you say that if you disliked Part 1, you might like Part 2? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. That's a tough yeah. one, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't think the gameplay does anything that far. It 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 is much better than part one, but right. I mean, if you didn't like part one, I'd be I'd have a tough time telling you that you have to play this game. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. play both. Yeah, play that's, both. That's the there moral of the story. Yeah, play both. <laughs> Enjoy them. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, I think that covers the the lists for uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think a spoiler cast of Last of Us is is definitely a thing that both of us uh, having it in the top one and two mm-hmm. is very important to go over for yeah. sure. Do you think that's next? Do you think we do that next? I think, think so. You do? I think so. Okay. Right. I I really do. The I list think... the list show that has a spoiler cast as its second episode. I'm good I with know, it. I'm I know. Good with I know. It. Well, we we can list our uh, top ten moments or something, and and then oh, delve into, I like into all the different portions of that. I like it. That's a good way to do it. We'll frame yeah. it that way. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think that that kind of covers it actually. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Yeah. All right. Tune in next week. <laughs> this has uh. been List Off.